everybody. Yeah, Hello. Welcome to the uh, Keeper Salt Texas podcast, and I am here with a couple of cool people. Uh, I'm here with Marnell, uh, obviously the owner, one of the owners of Keeper Salt here, as well as I want to introduce uh, this individual here, this man, uh, and one of uh, my favorite people. Oh, okay. Thank you. Awesome. Tony Johnson. <laughs> yeah, this is Tony Johnson, uh, and he is uh, a local community influencer here in East Texas and uh, he used to work for I believe he, from Brookshire's right That's and correct. Uh, so you're with Brookshire's for a long time and uh, we here at Keepersall really like to highlight local community like to highlight uh, what's going on and highlight the good things really and the blessings that we have here in <coughs> East Texas in Tyler and uh, that's why we brought you on the show because we really wanted to kind of highlight you so well, I appreciate it absolutely um, yeah, so Marnell, you said he's your favorite. Can you go, can you expand a little bit on that? Why, yeah, why is Tony's he... one of my favorite people because um, if you're hungry to learn, he is ready to teach. And uh, in the last, since Daddy's passing, um, the last three years, there's been a lot of growth uh, for myself, for my sister, for our company. And you realize how much my dad did. And, and we had a great um, opportunity for Tony to come on and do some consulting with us and really just open up a lot of experience um, and learn a lot about management. But I want Tony to explain to our viewers and our listening audience and anyone that's interested um, what brought him to the point that he's at today. So, Tony, you own a company called Speak to Inspire. Yes, and uh, from that, I have a company called SDI Consulting, which stands for Speak to Inspire Consulting. But you know, in my 37 years with Brookshire Grocery Company, I've been managing since I was 24 years old. And or I have, as a store manager, I was managing a little bit before that. But in a leadership position, you get to understand to be successful, you have to have certain characteristics and certain expectations and certain things that... <clears throat> that make the the ship roll, mm -hmm. if I may use that word. And I, I try to master those. And as uh, after uh, during my time there, but when you go out to different places, you see sometimes great service, uh, great experiences. And sometimes you see great service, but end up with a bad experience. And I think my goal and my, my, my reason for starting STI was we've got to get better at, we as a businesses, uh, I don't care if you're painting, you're a painting business, I don't care if you're a restaurant, I don't care if you're a winery, I don't care if you're a grocery store. We've got to get better at having the customer, whomever that customer is, doesn't have to be the end user, to have them have a better experience with that company. Yeah. And so that, I saw that need, and that's what I already set out to do, is to help create a better customer experience, and to get people to realize it, because I have a Good, get good customer service from you, but if Mike is my uh, is in your organization and he doesn't treat me right, my experience has not been good. Right. But my experience, my service from you was great. Yes. But my experience at the entire business was not right. good. Yes. And people come back based on not the service but their entire experience. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. So and and once we realize that, so that's my goal is to help people become better. Experience givers. Experience it, providers, yes, definitely. That's exactly Now right. I want to back up for a minute because okay. we've got our California boy here. Yes. And and we're we're grooming him to be Texan. Okay. I talked to his wife the other day and we're gonna take a trip to Cavenders and we're gonna get him all decked out. <laughs> 
We're gonna do the hat, the jeans, the boots, and then his beard will go with it. So I've got to see it. it, it we, we might have to go out to Cavenders. So you guys let us know if um, you can think of anything you want to see Mike in in terms of Texas Western wear. So uh, that'll be kind of fun. But tell us about the position and the iconic business that Brookshire Grocery Company is. Give him a clue as to how amazing that company is. Well, real quick, I just from my perspective, I understand that Brookshire's is a local grocery company, but it seems like it's a family-owned and family-oriented business. Is that is that correct? That, that is correct. It, you know, we can say it's a, it's a locally owned company. It's a local on uh, own uh, icon, as we you said earlier. It it provides so so much more than groceries. Okay. And, and a pharmacy, it's it's supportive of its community. It, very. It, it gets very involved in things that matter to people that work here, live here, whether they shop with Brookshire's or not. So uh, it's more than just a grocery store. It, when you when you become uh, something as big as Brookshire's in your hometown, and when I say hometown, it's where you originate, it's it's tough for someone to come in and and, and take you down. So mm -hmm. uh, I think that's the biggest thing we learn. And I always said while managing a store, if you can manage in Tyler, Texas, you can manage anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, Tyler has a demanding where we are, we want to have good service right. as a part of the city. Um, and businesses that provide good service succeed in this community. And I know that, um, that, that, that holds true for other communities as well. But Brookshire's, Brookshire Grocery Company has been an awesome partner to keep us all um, for as long as we've been selling the product uh, wholesale. <clears throat> they have been carrying our product. And uh, Tony, that's how I met Tony. Well, I met Tony on the library board years ago. Um, but I met Tony because he was managing the Brookshire's grocery store here in Bullard. And um, we ran out. He ran out of wine. And I got a phone call. And uh, the phone call wasn't... It wasn't like, hey, sweetie, I ran out of your wine. No, the phone call was, Marnell. I said, yes. He said, this is Tony Johnson at Brookshire's in Bullard. And I said, yes, sir, how are you? And he said, well, we're out of product. And if I don't get your product in here soon, something else will take its place. I said, yes, sir, I'll have it right there right away. <laughs> and he was talking to his vendor saying, you've got to get your shelves filled um, because I hold a standard in my grocery store, and in my grocery store, there's not a shelf that's not going to be filled. That's correct. And I did not feel um, ashamed. I felt like there was a fire under my hiney. Mm. And sometimes good service requires a fire under a hiney. And uh, for me, that was the first time to encounter him in a business setting, but also to know his customers mattered to him because he did not want them to see a store that has some shelf space missing. And uh, it was just mad respect from there on. And, and, and that of that company as well, knowing that they hired this kind of caliber or have these, this caliber mm. of people working there. So um, my hat goes off to Brookshire Grocery Company, uh, to Tony Johnson, and we are so blessed as the Keepersall family to have had Tony uh, be here for a year. Yes, and I enjoy that. But let me give you one other perspective that I've never given before about that. You showed me a lot when you immediately sent someone. It showed me that you cared enough about me as your customer 
to make sure that my customers were taken care of. Because normally you'll get the, well, I don't think we can get it there today. We'll be there first thing in the morning. But you took the time to get it there right then. Yeah, you scared the living daylights out of me. That <laughs> was pretty serious. <laughs> no, but that matters. And, um, and we would not be in business if it were not for our customers. Brookshire's wouldn't. We wouldn't. Uh, there's so much competition in the world. There's, there is external competition. There is competition on the Internet. And it, it all is connection. It's how we make that customer feel. And uh, that's something that you taught us in the last year, Tony. Well, I'll tell you what, that, that has been one excellent year. And I, I think we really signed up Oregon for six months. And I think we really talked about it. I told you, it's going to really take a good year to, uh, to find out what you need and how to, to turn it around in the way you want it to go. Uh -huh. And it really did. And I'm telling you, the, the people you have here is phenomenal. They're, they're really open to learn. And that's what you have to have. You have to have people that's willing to improve themselves, make changes, uh, be open to changes, whether they're making them or not. Uh -huh. and, and that's really has, it's been a joy to work here for the, for the well, last year. It's been awesome having you. And, um, well, I want to talk about, it. it's not just customer service oriented business, but what you do, what you do at Speak to Inspire, or STI Consulting is really help people find a way to maximize that customer experience level, even if it's business to business. Yes, yeah. You know, I always say that, and I look at fast food restaurants for example. I always say that when they have most of their customers, that's when most of kids are there. You know, you go during noon, you have grown-ups there. They get that early shift. But when 5 o'clock comes and everybody's going to soccer games and they stop by a, a fast food restaurant, normally it's ran by kids. And the management is, is a younger group. And so when you see that, it's not that they are not capable. It's that half the time they don't know. Mm -hmm. And you have to have a, a program in place where the leader or the owner or someone in the leadership position holds people accountable for their actions. Mm -hmm. And once you have a set of uh, expectations and, and you have someone holding them accountable, you'll be amazed at the, the experience, I go back to, that customers get. Mm -hmm. And when customers get, customers are gonna tell their experiences whether they're good or bad. The bad ones just get told a little bit more often. Yeah. And so yeah. You, you have to realize that we've got to create because we're in control of that. We mm -hmm. create that atmosphere and that culture of, hey, this is what we do. And for us, and in, in so many businesses, and you don't talk about it that much, <clears throat> but the basis is that golden rule. We want, we want people to treat us the way we want to be treated. Mm -hmm. And and when staff is there and they think, oh, I can't, I can't uh, exchange the, the tater tots for the french fries, or I can't, they think that these are the rules and, and you get this little bad customer experience just because, but when you empower them and you educate them and you have that golden rule and it helps because that's how everybody yeah. wants to be treated. Mm -hmm. and, and it just helps to have that little nudge to go, you know, this is this is the expectation, mm -hmm. 
these are the standards and if if I have to say no this is how I say no if I have to say I can't this is how I say it and it comes across kindly and it doesn't come across you're in my way get out of the way exactly and and that's that's hugely important and and you talked about what type of business it's any type of business whenever we're dealing with people uh, it doesn't have to be retail It, it doesn't have to be you know, as long as you have customers, my services are available and can be, uh, be beneficial to you. Uh, it can be oil field work. It, you know, it, it just goes on and on and on. But anywhere where someone is leading people mm-hmm. and, and they have to understand how to get people to understand them what they mean, the communication part, because communication is so important. Communication is like it, the I Ching. It's, it is. It's the main thing. Uh, for sure. And, and that communication starts with just the people that work with you every day. Mm-hmm. And if you can't communicate to those, they'll never be able to communicate to your end customer. And you know, the crazy thing is that you think you know how to communicate. I, I think that I'm doing a great job. And until you have a coach, because I call him Coach T for a while. <laughs> and I'm like, Coach, this is what I said. What do you think? And he goes, well, this is what I heard. And I go, well, you didn't hear what I said. <laughs> And and um, you learn to be self-aware, and uh, and today that's called emotional intelligence, mm-hmm. right? You're learning to to be aware of how you come across and what you say and what you do, mm-hmm. and um, to ensure that that person hears that. And and Tony, um, I I hope that maybe based on this this podcast that mm-hmm. someone may call STI Consulting and go, hey. Uh, this is where I am in my business, um, but if you are ready or, or if you're hungry to make a positive change in your business, um, a positive change in your customer service or customer experience, uh, I suggest giving Tony a call because he he um, he coaches you through. But he also hears things, you hear things and will say things that you may not want to hear, um, that you may not think and and if he says you know Marnell your company you guys are lacking in clean communication and I go what the heck we're not lacking communication and then surely something points out that says yes you guys didn't clearly you your whole team's not on the same page so we've worked so hard in the last literally in the last year um, to update training and to make the every reason that we work here at Keepersall to make it about serving our guest and mm-hmm. whether it's producing fine wine um, you know we want the guests to enjoy that so we're going to put forth every effort and and make that happen so producing a product whether it's the food whether it's the wine or servicing our wholesale customers it's all about making those people um, happy and ensuring mm-hmm. that they get what they expect and um, there's a lot of pleasure on our end in doing so, in knowing that we successfully um, created a great experience for someone. And that was what my dad set out to do. His The first tagline for Keepersall was experience excellence. And uh, so we had that foundation laid by our founder and, and to say, this is what we can do. With all of our God-given talents, mm-hmm. we can provide excellence um, in any realm. And uh, Tony just helped bring that to fruition for us and we're so blessed well i uh, then it was, you're a blessing to me as well like i say it just the things that i learned over the years through reading and experience 
I know it works. And to have the opportunity to share that uh, is, is, is joy for me as well. That's good. Yeah, well, and I think coming from a marketing perspective, I feel like as we run businesses or run teams or work with people, like you said, work with customers, what I feel like one of the most long-term successful things that you can do is to add value. That's correct. Uh, and so adding value to your, your fellow employees, to your managers, to your to your your customers, obviously. Um, and so in that spirit that we like to do here at Keeper Saw, I was wondering, Tony, do you have maybe like three tips that you can give people that are either part of a team, they work for a company, they own a company, it doesn't matter. Is there three tips that maybe people can use, they can take away from this? That I do have three tips. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think... The, the first tip is you have to set the expectations that you want your people and or your company to be known for. And you have to make sure that everybody understands those expectations. Secondly, you have to be accountable and you have to hold people accountable for their actions. Yeah. And sometimes that's going to be difficult because we all we want to be liked and we want people to be our friends. Mm -hmm. But in the end, if I have no friends, if I have a lot of friends and no business, I'm not effective. Mm -hmm. So we, we have to make sure that people are accountable. And believe it or not, I honestly believe people want to be held accountable. Mm -hmm. They want to say, hey, this is what I have to do every day. It and gets you to the next it step. It does. It really does. It, now, you're going to have those that don't, but the majority of your people love to, if you don't, don't go visit something. If you have a different parent, don't go visit for a while and they're going to tell you, you make me feel like a stepchild. Nobody cares about me. People want to be want to see you, and they want to be held accountable. But most of the, I think, last but not least, I'm not going to say most. You got to learn how to motivate people through appreciation for the work done. Uh, it's the worst thing I can do is have a, uh, expectations, hold people accountable, and then don't go by and pat them on the back every now and then and say, "I appreciate the job you do." And from a leadership role, Tony, you say hold people accountable. And what that does is is it also holds the leaders accountable. Sure does. When when I'm going to see you, and I say I'm going to see you, integrity comes into place, and I better show up <laughs> and make my rounds That's and right. go and be accountable. So it all of this makes for a more productive workspace, a more productive day, and uh, gets you set up. Showing someone appreciation means you have to stop as a leader take time and appreciate. It's mm -hmm. not just something you check off the list. You feel it. Yes. And you truly stop and go, wait, I'm grateful for this person. Mm -hmm. Look at what they've done. And then it gets you in this mode of being, um, thinking in terms of gratitude and not thinking in terms of what's next on my checklist. That's correct. And when you have that wholesome realness in your business and that authenticity, um, it sets everything into motion. And... <clears throat> We're a faith-based company, um, and my faith in Christianity is a huge driver in my life. And uh, we don't push it on our staff, but we also don't hide it. And I feel like um, those three things that you said are also in line with our faith. Sure it is. And, and in line with doing the right thing. And um, so... Sometimes it just needs to be brought to the surface, mm -hmm. and it helps everybody out. You know, when I, when I ran a store, one of the things I always did was have a, a partner of the month, and the worst thing you can have is months that's not filled. Oh, be that's terrible. The, yeah, because, because all of a sudden it doesn't mean anything anymore. And you know what? That means that that 
whoever was in charge didn't take time to appreciate that That's one. That's exactly right. So it's not just about that person and lifting that person up, but it's also about stopping and going, wow, we couldn't do this without mm -hmm. this person. So. And, and, and when you appreciate those, it's amazing when people, well, how they feel of themselves. You think they have great confidence, but some of them feel, I just don't have it. And when they get an award for doing their job, doing what they expect them to do, it, it it opens it just opens a window in their heart and then it motivates them and drives them to do more and more and more and better and better and then when everybody gets on the train it's a it's a nice ride it is a nice ride it's nice to work in, a, in an environment and lead in an environment where the vision is clear mm -hmm. our expectations are clear and um, and everyone's appreciated yes so I'll challenge you guys today in, in anyone that's listening or watching to tell someone that you're sitting next to or that you're working with or uh, that you appreciate them and how they affect your daily life. And I think that matters. And watch the look on their face when you tell them. It will, they will light up like a Christmas tree. Mm -hmm. And you know it's what? It's a, and then it comes back to you. It yes. makes you feel good. That's exactly so, right. Um, so we'll spread a little cheer. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Speaking of cheer, uh, we are in the holidays, and we here at Cupersol actually have some gift boxes available. And you can see right behind me, I've got a couple different colored of uh, uh, colored gift boxes that you can order and custom make different uh, boxes based on different styles of wine that we offer, or you can do stemless glasses or corkscrew. Um, but come on out um, out to the tasting room over at the winery at, at Cupersol and we'd be happy to, to set up a custom gift box for you. Or we have some prepackaged ones that you can find at shop.keepersall.com. Um, and the other thing, guys, if you, have, if you haven't done your corporate gift box shopping, give us a call. We'll put together as many as you yeah. want. I keep telling everybody I just learned to drive the forklift. <laughs> so come on. I'll load you up. You may want to get them before you get yeah. going. <laughs> If I may, may I leave a number or an Absolutely. email address? Yeah, yeah. How do we get a hold of you yeah. with the SDI? Uh, the SDI Consulting is 903-530-6440. That's 903-530-6440. Or you can email me at tony at speaktoinspire.net. Guys, awesome. give them a call. Even if you just want some management advice, some leadership advice, um, or just to ask some questions on how to talk to your managers or your leaders in your company. He's available. He's a great coach. Uh, do give him a call. Thank you. Right. I've enjoyed this. Thank yeah, you very much for coming on. Yeah, Thank absolutely. you. Thank you.